Welcome back to Draft Vice. We are here doing some fantasy. Yo, it is the big damn wide receiver show. You know why it's the big damn wide receiver show? Because wide receiver is such a big fucking position. And here we have our boy Ricky. It's me. And our boy Steve. It's him. They're both boys. I'm a boy. We all boys. Hey, boys. B-O-I. Gender specific. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's 2019. Get it <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Do you identify as a plural? I'm just a kid. A <laughs> I'm just a kid. <laughs> and life is a nightmare. It's not 2019. <laughs> Apparently. It's 2005. <laughs> nightmare. Did you see the preview for Hard Knocks with John Gruden? Oh, God. When he was like, he's like, I don't, I don't want you to have a dream. I want you to give other people nightmares. I cannot wait for it. Looks good. Jones. I have zero love for John Something Gruden. about him is just like he's not really a coach. He just plays one in a movie. I'm still trying <laughs> to – he's also the only person with it. Like he has his own accent. Like John Gruden's accent is from the Grudens. That's it. Like yeah. It's like know. Chicago Michigan. I feel like play. they hired the coach from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, the same thing. Like, yeah. All right. So uh, we're talking fantasy football. We are talking receivers. You wouldn't know it by the start of this conversation. <laughs> no, not at all, because we were talking about John Gruden. We're talking new John... shows on HBO. <laughs> and uh, so right off the bat, receive, like, what is usually your strategy for receivers when you guys like do do drafts before we get into real rankings and round stuff two, like round three? I think I think well, I think what comes, but as far as my strategy and how I rank them, or when I get them. I Either tend way. to go heavy on wide receivers in my drafts, as you've seen in yeah. years past. King Julio over here. Yeah, I usually try to go. It's, it's very rare when I'll I'll pick a running back first, but it does happen. Um, and then I end up. It might not be the best strategy because I've been screwing myself over recently. But in Come terms on, of well. rank, that's true. In terms of ranking uh, them, I try to. The biggest thing that affects their ranking has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that has to do with their quarterback and their situation and everybody around them. What other receivers are there? Are they getting pass protection and, and time to throw the ball? Is their quarterback good? Is their quarterback Eli? You know, is there, <laughs> changing coach- <laughs> is there a change in coaching staff? Is there a consistency? The, it's mitigating risk. Right. And if uh, again, even if the quarterback's good, but they're more methodical. Like I like Julio Jones, Julio Jones, big play and all this other stuff. But sometimes Matt Ryan goes through his reads like he's supposed to. But it's almost to an annoying degree where he yeah. spreads the ball around. If you take away Julio, he's like, okay, I'll dump it off to my running backs. I'll throw it to Calvin Ridley. I'll throw it to that big white guy. Like that's just what they do. And 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 it, you have to take that into account when you're comparing, like at the top, Julio versus maybe OBJ versus. I, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins. See, DeAndre Hopkins is my number one, and I see he's your number one. So yes. we'll just jump into that rankings. Unless you wanted to give your reasoning for why you voted for Quincy Anuma. No. Did you put Quincy in one? <laughs> no, we got. We all got the same. Uh, same number one. Same number one. I, and I think it's pretty simple. Is that it? It's consistency. He's in the same offense. He's yeah. done really well. He's been. The, he's been one or two the last two or three years. He I, and actually four, four or three out of the last four years, he's been like the one or two. Mm-hmm. And then there were one year when he had Brock Osweiler throwing to him, he was like wide receiver seventeen. And that's what I mean about the quarterbacks. Everybody knows how good DeAndre Hopkins is. Nobody, if you were to compare him to other wide receivers, he's. Got to be number one, number two automatically. But when you take into account that he had Big Brock throwing him the ball. But he was like a number one receiver the year he had Hoyer as a quarterback. It's really an indictment on Brock more than anything. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, that's what happens when you know Brock Osweiler overthrows you by you know the Empire State Building. Mm. So I don't think there's much debate there. We're seeing consistency. He still has Deshaun Watson as his quarterback. I don't like the O-line there. I don't like it at all. But we've seen them make lemons out of lemonade over there 
True. And if they don't have that great of an O-line, that means they're running the ball less. So maybe they're passing the ball more. Passing the ball more, you know? Passing the ball more. And it's he's not afraid to throw DeAndre Hopkins. And the great thing with DeAndre Hopkins is, is he's good with those 50-50 balls. Yeah. He... His he's very uh, he can get very vertical, yep, very easily. He, can make one-handed catches. And he's a he's a physical guy. Yeah, he'll fight for the ball. Yeah, mm. and, and he'll play all over. And they do have other weapons now that'll kind of distract some attention from him. Will Fuller, Kiki QT, uh, you know, you got Lamar Miller still there. I don't, I, I didn't have him high in my running back ranks, uh, but he is a person on the team from what I've heard. <laughs> And he's not. And he's not taking. Any, he has a locker. I don't think. I don't think Lamar Miller is taking any targets away from uh, D'Angelo. D'Andre. D'Andre. D'Angelo. D A. You know. No, no, no. Well, and also, I, it's just that there's enough there that it's gonna maybe take some attention away from him as far as defensive attention because mm-hmm. you can't just focus on him. Yeah, right? absolutely. But I, I don't see any time mm-hmm. that. Uh, Deshaun Watson's not going to throw it to Hopkins if he can get, and he'll throw it to Hopkins even if Hopkins is double covered sometimes. His first look, yeah. yeah, it's it's his favorite, and he'll it's, give him a chance. Yeah, you know, if he's even, he's leaving. If it's fifty fifty, it's really not. It's going to give him a chance. Well, basically, he went from college where he had Mike Williams to the NFL where he's got DeAndre Hopkins, and he kind of utilizes them the mm-hmm. same way. Yep. Yeah. So now we're at. I think we kind of cleared number one. What's number two for everybody? Did we clear number one? Um, you can go first because I. Is just there an imaginary well, I'm gonna say person? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a bet. I'm gonna say my number two and number three are kind of closer to my number one than maybe you guys, but I got I put Michael Thomas and uh, and he doesn't remember OBJ 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 closer up to um to the number one spot more more likely this year i'm sorry sorry well, no, i think OBJ. OB, i think sorry. obj can be the number one receiver and that's the point of like, that's really the point of when you do these rankings not obj though Devonte adams Devonte adams yeah um, um i obj fell for me by going to the browns he's gonna have a better year than he did on the giants but he's got a lot of other uh options mayfield has a lot of options on that team so i really don't think obj is gonna get the touches that he did with the giants even if the ball isn't touching the ground before him. Um, but, you know. With a more accurate quarterback and guys taking attention away from the defense, I I think OBJ, especially because OBJ, what OBJ does well is run after the catch. Yeah. And so if he's getting, I think he'll still get 10 targets a game because. But he'll turn those into 150 he, yards. I, I think he actually has a, a breakout year. I mean, I think you I see think, Jarvis Landry's production go down. Because I, don't think so. I, I do, I really do. I understand he's got a connection with him, but we forget how good OBJ really is because he'd been hurt. He's been playing on the Giants. He hasn't been out of opportunities. You forget that he carried their team three years ago. They had nobody. He carried the Giants, and they were like they they were good because of him. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have an offensive line, but because they were able to get the ball to their hands fast, and he was able to do so well on those slants and take it eighty yards. I mean. That made all the difference in the world. I could see both of those guys being top 12 receivers because I think they both benefit from each other being on the field. Yeah, I Both just... actually led – there was a year a couple years ago where they both led the league and run after catch for wide receivers. Yeah. No, I think so, uh, I think OBJ and Landry are, are gone by the second round, both of them. Both of them are both gone them. by the second round. I, I've th- seen it multiple times, actually. Well, okay, I, I don't I don't. I know, I know you don't look at mock drafts. I know you don't look at – I, I, Not at this point. A it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter, bro. Doesn't matter. Anyway, I, I I have OBJ as my second wide receiver mm-hmm. because I can see him. Now, my biggest worry with OBJ's injury, not not production from being on the Browns. It's my biggest worry is that he he's been injured the last two years. 
He played 12 games last year. He played not. I uh, played less than that. He played four games the year before. Yeah. So that's my big worry. And he's he's barely ever had a healthy season. And he's still your number two. Because I think that uh, there is that that's, valuable. That's, I well, number two wide receiver for me is end of the first, beginning of the second. Yeah. Well, yeah, you draft different than I do. Yeah. So I, you I, know, it depends on where you you position your receivers i just don't so i'm gonna go back to my guys michael thomas and Devonte adams i don't see they are number one guys clear far from the rest of the other guys on teams with very good quarterbacks in good divisional uh situations for themselves and i don't know why the division has anything to do with it but i'm just saying like they're the clear cut Number one wide receivers in their division. Forget the team. And this is, my my cluster right here is one through five. It goes DeAndre Hopkins, OBJ, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. And I think you could rotate any of those guys there, and I wouldn't argue with you. Yeah. Because I think, Michael, first off, Michael Thomas has thrown three years in a row has been wide receiver six. That That's consistency. Yeah. That's what you want. If you're drafting a wide receiver high, you want that level of consistency. Yep. Devonte Adams has been. It was wide receiver three last year. Was wide receiver eight in twenty sixteen. Wide receiver fourteen in twenty seventeen. He he's again a picture of consistency at wide receiver. He's gotten better and better. He is. I love watching him run routes. I love watching his release off the line of scrimmage. He uh, he's great at catching the ball over the shoulder. He's a red zone threat. He he's probably one of the most universally rounded receivers uh, that I've seen and get to watch play football. Very physical too. Yeah. And, and he's like a basketball player playing football. Who's this? Michael Sorry. Thomas. Michael no, Thomas. It's, no, I'm talking about Devontae Adams. Okay, that's oh, why I, I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah Devontae Adams yeah. has one of the best releases off the line of scrimmage, plays outside a lot more of the time than Michael Thomas. They'll run him out of the slot. They uh, they will manufacture touches for him. He, you know, you saw he had a ridiculous catch rate last year at the beginning of the year. And both those guys, again, I agree with you. I think both of them are just amazing. That's why this top five portion for me is it could be any of them. Yeah. I, I think the risk is le- relatively low. With any of those five, I think it's except for maybe OBJ, and it's to me. I'm not saying it's like too confusing for me, but I'm just thankful with my draft strategy. I'm not looking at any of these guys, just the way I draft. But yeah, well, yeah, he likes Bilal Powell. No, 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 it's not that. I just I go I go RB one, and then I'm looking at second and third round wide receivers. But these guys could be there in the second and third round. Ah. Maybe, maybe, uh, and you know what? I, that's why I don't make the assessment right now. I say the next guy may be a good, good second. So who's pick. so? Well, I, I actually agree with your top five in no particular order. Like they, they're Absolutely. all just kind of, with the exception, and this is where the hot take comes in. No, I the exception is Devontae Adams. I would take him out of the top five, and I would put in Juju Smith Schuster. I think Juju Smith Schuster has a breakout year. Everybody's sleeping on Ben. You hate Ben. Uh, let me tell you something, Juju is a star he's complete you want to talk about everything you used to describe Devonte adams juju is better at every single one of those things he just you know maybe you want to make the argument that aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than roethlisberger absolutely i love juju he's further down my list he you know what he does really well run after the catch yes he is a mixture of anquan bolden and michael crabtree great I, uh, I love watching his tape. He he knows how to post up really well. Like he, he has, he's got the vertical uh, ability of Michael Crabtree, and he's got that run after the catch of Anquan Bolden. Yeah. He's really well out of the slot. He can play outside, but I, I think he's best in the slot. He's a big slot role, but he and he's a big red zone threat. I, th- I don't disagree with loving him. I I just think there's so many questions still as to what he can be. 
And I, I love watching the dice, baby. I think he's going to get covered like no tomorrow. Oh, because because they don't have Antonio Brown. Well, let Not me tell you something. Antonio Brown. Take... I think they have nobody else. I think they can let wide receivers go uncovered. That's not ever going to happen. That's not true. <laughs> I'm not saying like you, I'm just saying like that's the big mistake that people make is that they think that just because there's not a 1A guy, right? Like there's not he's not going to have AB that he's going to be, oh, he's going to be a liability because they're just going to double cover him. Well, they could double cover him, and I think that's the big risk. But they can't just totally sell out to cover Smith-Schuster. No, what I think, though, is that they, they'll cover other wide receivers with linebackers. And because they're covered with linebackers... You can't cover Dante Moncrief with a linebacker. Listen, Boom! Who's the, who's, the number, who's the number two wide receiver on the, on the Steelers? Dante Moncrief right okay, now. Okay, I'll take him over Juju. I don't like that concept but okay i'm just saying i think that I he'll think, have more you're just trying to be I'll, inflammatory i'll, no, I'll yeah. take i think he'll have more completions over juju because of the coverage i, I think, think the steelers I think ben is the type of guy that will force it to guys and i think he will force it to juju in a good way because it's going to give <laughs> juju more opportunities all right and he's going to make those plays look i think about back when i think brandon I'm, marshall was on the broncos and didn't really have anyone else and they would force the ball to him and he was getting all the catches getting all the yards getting all the touchdowns despite the fact that all the coverage went to him okay and i i could see juju being in the same role he is their guy he's the guy you can make the argument that yeah that's going to get him more attention from defenses but it's also going to get him more attention in terms of getting him the ball they're going to create schemes to get him the ball and that's what juju for me is wide receiver 15 because there's still that little bit of risk I still think that, yes, he's going to get double covered. He's going to be running a lot of the slot, which you get a little bit more of a release out of the slot. He, you know, He's going to be able to utilize more of the field. Separation creates separation. And, again, he's great after the catch. That's the one thing that I love watching with him is watching him break tackles, watching him taking something short and, and going an extra couple <laughs> yards with it. So I don't hate Juju in the top five. If he still had A-B on that team, I'd both have him top ten. I just, because there's no Antonio Brown and there's not another quality receiver, like I think Dante Moncrief, we'll see what ends up coming think, out of him. I think Moncrief is a... Jag? No, I think I, I think he's. I think that's a great pick. Moncrief. Oh, you like Moncrief? I really do like Moncrief. He's young. He's still moving in the upwards direction as far as a wide receiver. And I think Juju is going to take a lot of attention away from him. And... If Ben can't make the passes that he has to make, I think Moncrief is going to be that, like, not saying always there, but I'm going to say he's going to be the easier throw, the easier target. And if it comes down to it, he's not going to want to throw into double coverage. He can throw into – and Moncrief is a big person. And then, keep in mind, they'll still have Vance McDonald. They'll still have uh, James Conner. So – their running backs catch out of the backfield. Yeah. Their tight end, I actually like Vance McDonald a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They so got rid of, I think uh... there's other weapons there than just Dante Moncrief. Yeah. You're not legitimately like restricted to just your wide receiver. Right, but I, I think it just should be noted. Like I think Dante Moncrief is a good fit there. I haven't traditionally liked him in the past. But he might situation. end up having he might end up having his best season yet. Where oh, I, I think it's very Situationally, possible. it's a really good place to be. He's yeah. one of the few guys I haven't done as much tape study on because you just you know, he was a more. He was a signing. You don't know if they have a guy in house they want to replace him with. They drafted a receiver, uh, Deontay Johnson. They also have James Washington there. So mm -hmm. I didn't do the tape study. Don't just sleep on, on him yet. Don't sleep on him. Don't, yeah, don't sleep on any of those guys. And uh, so I, th that's the top five. And then I have Tyree Kill in his own category. Yes, 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 yes. The yes, big yes. risk, but the guy was wide receiver number one last year in some leagues. He, uh, 
he's a legit threat, man. Mm-hmm. He uh, and he's getting balls thrown to him by Pat Mahomes. They scheme him open. They he runs the ball. He'll do a lot of jet sweeps. He uh, if you're in a, in a league that'll let you have a return, you know, let him use the return touchdowns as well. Uh, I think I, he's easily a top five guy. Yeah, I really do. I, I and I have him at six because I feel safer with the other five compared, to, considering there's still that risk of. Yeah, they're gonna play for the yeah. most part. I mean, <laughs> outside of injury, which you can't really predict, they're gonna play. And actually, of those five guys, OBJ is the one that's the highest risk right. for injury. We uh, yeah, we talked about this on the last podcast. Buyer beware on Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I think all that confirmed was that he was going to stay a chief but not necessarily something another recording comes out everyone just delete their recordings off of their phones Um, well you don't always know when you are being recorded yeah i can see i can see the nfl just giving them a cheap little like two game suspension just for being named in an article or something like that and it's proved that he's a knucklehead like it's that this has happened he's had other issues he's had other issues before he was in the nfl there's a pattern yeah and that's the risk with tyreek hill and that's why i i'm not jumping to grab him right away in most drafts but i'd rather have him on my real team than my fantasy team yeah that's what it comes down to to me um and then i have another bracket of wide receivers and it goes aj green mike evans keenan allen Thielen, and Diggs. and aj green you know we there we talked in another podcast the the big news that he, he might have a sprain Got injured, went down in practice. When we're recording this, we don't know what's gone on with him. Assuming he plays this year, I have him in that in that category. He he's a great receiver. He was wide receiver ten in twenty seventeen. He only played eight games in twenty eighteen, and he had double digit fantasy points every week, and never had lower only had lower than fifteen points once, and he was averaging sixteen point eight seven points a game. Mm. Like he was twelfth in fantasy points per game. So I. I, I love A.J. Green. I think that he's a guy who's going to continue. If he's healthy, he's going to continue to produce. They they find ways to produce. Uh, he's a pretty safe pick overall. That's what I'm saying. He you know he played eight games last year, but all the other games that he played were good. Yeah. And people forget like he you know he's been banged up before. He's had injuries before, and he plays through them. Still puts up numbers. Iron Man. He's an Iron Man. Yeah. Well, he, but he's well. He played eight games last year. He had I understand. A couple other but seasons he, where but he, he didn't was play those eight seasons. games that he played. He had injuries. Yeah. That weren't necessarily keeping him out. Yeah. But my point is, and in years past, he's had them. Obviously, there's certain things you just can't play with because you're doing your team a disservice. Yeah. So I understand that. And it's going to do your longevity of your career a disservice if you push through it. So I understand him missing those eight games. But traditionally speaking, he's not getting a hangnail and bouncing. Yeah. I, I just meant it more along the lines of he's been injured before. He can get injured again. Right. There is that risk there. Uh, they got a new head coach in there. <laughs> so uh, we don't know what his offensive system is going to be like. We assume it's going to be similar to what Sean McVay runs. Uh, and we know he at least has good chemistry with Andy Dalton. So uh, I put A.J. Green in this category. Mike Evans, big receiver. Uh, we've seen him consistently post up yeah. uh, 1,000-yard seasons every year he's been in the NFL. Even with last the quarterback put, that's shoddy. Yeah, and put up 1,500 yards last year and eight touchdowns with two different quarterbacks. Mm. I, I like Mike Evans. I mean, there's no proving that he – you can't you, – you don't really have an argument against him as far as whether he produces or not. Yeah. Uh, my problem with Mike Evans is just the people that are below him right now it's in, the, in that bracket with you. I, I have all three of those guys above him. Keenan Allen, Theon, and Diggs. Yep. And I, I don't I, – and I can understand people feeling that way. Yeah. And I, I put him there because I think he's the picture of consistency. He You know, wide oh, yeah. receiver nine in 2018 – 
wide receiver 17 in 2017, wide receiver 2 in 2016. Like he, yeah. the, My biggest problem with Mike Evans, he drops the ball every once in a while. Uh, yeah. Of that group, I would put him at the top, followed by A.J. Green, then Diggs, huh. Thielen, and Keenan Allen wouldn't be there. Keenan Allen, you too slow. You got you got a personal issue with yeah, Keenan he, Allen. Keenan Allen shouldn't. It, look, he's in the next tier, all right? I'll put right. him above T.Y. Hilton and Brandon Cooks, but I will take Amari Cooper and insert him into that group. Uh, not Amari Cooper, Antonio Brown, and insert him into that group. All right, all right. So, be, and, and the reason is, I think that Derek Carr comes back this year. We see the return of Derek Carr. I know you don't like John Gruden. Listen, we've talked about John Gruden. I don't care. Okay, Antonio Brown's a stud. Derek Carr is much better than people have been treating him yeah. in the media. I, I mean, they act like this guy was trash from the beginning or he's Bortles or something. I, I don't get it. He's uh, it, it, the, he, he returns to form this year. I I'm hope taking it to the bank. I hope he does. I just don't believe it while John Gruden's there, unfortunately. I think he'll I think he will eventually become a starting quarterback. John Gruden is there team so that they can have good HBO ratings, right? That's what he was that's what he's there. <laughs> um Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. I I love Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen, Thielen, and Diggs are some of the best route runners in the NFL. Right. I don't think anybody can argue against that. I think Diggs is actually the most athletic of the three. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for by far. By uh, far. But he doesn't get the targets the other two do. No, and he doesn't have the quarterbacks the other two do, even with the... Uh... Thielen has the same quarterback. No, I'm saying Thielen has the same quarterback. <laughs> I obviously... They actually rotate him out when they throw the ball to Thielen. I don't know how defense haven't picked up on no, it yet. I just think Cousins is a, is a... I think Cousins is deserving of the rant that, that Carr gets. Well, yeah. I I think the thing is Thielen plays a lot more out of the slot. He gets a lot easier coverage. He's a lot more moving around the line. He uh, he, he gets open quicker. He, you know, he's, he's more available... Cousins loves throwing to the slot receiver. He, he, you saw it when he was in Washington. That's why, you know, Thielen went on a, a rampage of a ridiculous production last season early on. I think it was, what, like how many eight straight games of 100 yards? Yeah. And I I, I think that both him and Diggs are going to do well this year, too. I think they might even do better. Yeah, no, I do see them doing better. I think Diggs might separate from Thielen a little bit more this year, though. I, I, I'm not taking anything away from Thielen. I just think that Diggs is is a better receiver. He's a better receiver, but I think the slot wide receivers are being heavily touted this year. Yes, I understand. As a, I'm as just, a bigger bigger position. I think look, I'm not saying Cousins is is all that. I'm saying that another year getting comfortable in the system, he's gonna start to develop even greater chemistry. He's gonna identify that Diggs is the true number one. I think last year it was kind of like, we'll spread the ball around. I got all these options. They're both strong receivers. But eventually you end up getting a favorite, and I think that'll be Diggs. Well, and just that coverage he's is... open quicker, like you said. It's it's a quick, you know, oh, he's there. He's the, Yeah. He, I, he's also a bigger play threat. Mm -hmm. Diggs? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. Diggs, Diggs is a, a much more athletic receiver, can get vertical. I, I do, he... Minneapolis miracle. That's all you got to watch. One play. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I always, whenever I think of Diggs, I think of Odell Beckham. Like, I think that he's maybe 80 to 90% of Odell Beckham. Mm -hmm. And to be 80 to 90% of Odell Beckham still being a great receiver. Last year when he was a giant, that wasn't that wasn't a big statement. Now he's a Brown. That's a huge statement. I, Come on, you're drinking the orange punch a little bit too much. <laughs> you're the one that drafted all the Browns. Last year? In the previous, uh, whatever. Didn't no. you draft Isaiah Crowell like in the third oh, round one year? The, like if they were actually <laughs> Browns? No. I, the one thing though, the According biggest, you, that's what won the biggest the war. question uh, about Adam Thielen is when he, when does he actually go to the Patriots? Because 
If there's ever a Patriot wide receiver not on the Patriots, it's Adam Thielen. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where he'll end Do his the career. Patriots how, trade for Adam Thielen I this year? a conversation about Devontae Adams and Michael Thomas didn't make it into the podcast so far. <laughs> well, they're nice people. They're nice people. <laughs> <laughs> they I mean, might watch this. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, Thielen, a great route runner, slot receiver. But, again, like, and I think but they will get more chances because they drafted O-line. They invested in the O-line in the offseason. Correct. Correct. So I think that's they'll have a Cousins definitely needed. And uh, also, I think having Dalvin Cook back, they're going to have that ability to run the ball more. I forgot so maybe do about more him. play action. Here's my keeper. What do no, more we'll, play we'll action? Get the ball out to Diggs, and uh, and like I said before, I think Diggs is a better red zone threat than Thielen. One hundred percent. He's just a taller tar- target. He's not much taller, actually. I think he might be shorter. When they jump. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's. I, I mean, yes. I guess that was my point. But yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's that section of my... Uh, that's the... <laughs> and that's that. All right. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter. <laughs> the next uh, section of wide receivers that I have are T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, Juju Smith-Schuster, and I'll even include Antonio Brown and Jarvis Landry in that grouping. Yeah, no, you've got to include those two guys. Well, I kind of like... Those are the two guys I'm a little wishy-washy on. Like, that's probably the lowest I'll put them, but I... Again, with uh, so let me put this T.Y. Hilton and Brandon Cooks. I love watching, both are very athletic. They use T.Y. Hilton not just like on deep routes, they use him in crossers, they try to get the ball in his hands. He is a wide receiver one on his team, and he is fast. And he honestly, I, I think, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. You got to sell me more on them though, because wide I feel four in 2016, wide receiver 14 in 2018. Was tenth in fantasy points per game, missed two points, uh, two games last you year. You asked. I, I did ask because literally he said he's the starting wide receiver on his team and he's fast, <laughs> <laughs> which all I, I those guys that. are. But then I was getting then to the he, second page, except okay. Keenan Allen. <laughs> but this is the thing, though. I mean, Ty Hill, I just feel like he's, in my opinion, he's getting drafted because he's the wide receiver one on Andrew Luck's team. Wide receiver four in 2016. Okay, 2016 is wide receiver three years 14 ago. last year. Okay, 14, you have him at 12. And missed two games. Okay. So he was 10th in fantasy points per game. What was Antonio Brown? Go over Antonio Brown's... He was uh, fifth... Well, he's, we mean fantasy points per game because he played 15 games last year. He was the fifth wide receiver in fantasy last year. But he was on a different team, and that's my big worry with Antonio Brown. He's on a different team. I understand other people want to take that risk. I think he's on a better situation Is as he? far as team. Yeah. I mean, okay, Roethlisberger versus Carr. Carr is the younger guy, okay? I'm, I'm Carr not had a hard last two years. He had a hard – because and Antonio Brown worse. wasn't on the team. I mean, look what – You look, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Okay, okay where's Amari Cooper on your list? He's up here. Um, he's Amari, the, but he was oh, apparently oh, made right. by Apple. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Amari I. Cooper. <laughs> Amari I. Cooper. Yeah, I, I, I. Cooper 10. He's saying he's a robot. But I think no, that's what I happened. Just, he got traded to Dallas, no. and then they implanted. I think him Will with Smith's it. playing him in the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think Antonio Brown is going to have a, a better year than T.Y. Hilton. Not the other guys in that category. I just think T.Y. Hilton's at the bottom of that bracket again. Oh, you think he's at the bottom of the of those six or seven guys? Yeah, and I think Antonio Brown's at the top. Really? Other than Juju. Other than Juju. Juju. I, I and I I made my case for Juju before. Uh, you, know, you put him I, at fifteen, though. I put him at fifteen, but I I did make the argument as to why I think why I think he deserves at least this area of the ranking. He was wide receiver eight last year. Three. He was wide receiver eight. And last you have him year. at fifteen. 
<laughs> because there are like reasons to worry about risk with it. I understand. I understand these are projections. You can't just go based off last year. Otherwise, what's the point of doing rankings? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll just go off the numbers. Yeah. Let's talk about Brandon Cooks for a little bit. Like him. Always liked him. Drafted him all the time. Everybody didn't know about him. Dude, I was on the bandwagon. I'm off this year. You're off? Wow. I'm not off entirely. I'm just not going to draft him in like the first round like oh. I've done in previous years. Oh, okay. Well, first off, I don't think you have to worry about taking him in the first round. Probably his second or third round. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Watch. I know. Um, wide receiver 15 with New England. Wide receiver 13 in 2018 with uh, the Rams. And was wide receiver 9 when he was in New Orleans. He's finally going to be... He's been on three different teams the last two years. Yeah. Uh, the last three years. And he... He's been a top fifteen receiver all three years. Yeah, no, no. I but my point is, I I've always expected him to be that top five guy. Yeah, and it hasn't happened. So when I say off the bandwagon, I'm like, fine, Woj, we'll where, rank him at thirteen. Okay. I won't reach for him anymore. And okay, I get that. <laughs> my situation with Cooks is the quarterback. Um, Goff is another guy who spreads the ball around a lot. Yeah, he's got a lot That's, of weapons. But he in did LA. that last year. He's got a lot of weapons. Right, but in I LA. think that he uh, he's got a real connection with Cooper Cup. I think that um, coming off an ACL Woods injury. is really coming into his own. I watched. I've watched a lot. The first guy whose footage, whose film I watched when I started doing all this tape study was Robert Woods. Robert Woods gets a lot of short stuff, a lot of quick outs, a lot of, uh, you know, like... A lot of PPR. A lot of PPR. Yeah, if you're in PPR, (laughs) but keep in mind, you know, part of it was, like, a lot of slot stuff, a lot of movement stuff. I don't think, like, he's... Robert Woods is a league average receiver. That is my... And he just happens to be in a good situation. Brandon Cooks is a good receiver, and he's going to be in a good situation. And I think they're going to get him the ball, and I think he's going to be more involved in the offense... And even if he's not, he was wide receiver 13 last year, which is where I have him this year. I don't mm. think he's going to take a step back. If anything, the thing I would take a step back is the whole offense. Yeah. Jared Goff, the O-line's changed up a little bit. Todd Gurley might not be playing as much. Uh, they lost two, uh, two interior offensive linemen. Whitworth is really fucking old. Like, their left tackle is like an antique now. Like, they might have to go out and get one from the junkyard. He's still very good. Oh, he is. I love it. I love Whitworth, man. He's also. I, I feel like he's also playing like some of the top defenses as far as uh, coverage defenses in the NFC uh, West. Uh, I don't think those teams have as like the NFC West isn't as good as it used to be. True. In coverage, you know what? That's Seattle. I, I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just because edit like, that yeah. out? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no. You always think like Seattle's got a sick ass defense, but mm. they don't have half those people anymore. Yeah, they no. don't even have uh, Earl Thomas anymore. No. Fuck you, Carol. So still a boss move. Loved it. Loved mm. every second of it. I mm. don't worry about the NFC West as a as a as a division anymore. Yeah. My my biggest concern though is just the other options that are on that team. Those are like that's like that's a hell of a wide receiver core. Cooper Cup's coming off an ACL. Yep. But he's so I think it might he but might be slow to back. come back. I, and I lo- by he's the way back. of the guys on that team, I do love Cooper Cup. I do like watching him play. And I also love watching Brandon Cooks play. The guy who I don't love watching play, Robert Woods. All right? I don't think he's that great of a guy. I think he plays a role in an offense. All right. We can see his report card in middle school, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That great of a yeah, guy. Well, I guess well, we're attacking well, his Robert, character now. What well, were Robert Woods' numbers there like, since you did <laughs> all the study? Saying, I know what you're saying. I'm being <laughs> annoying. He's like, Robert Woods this didn't matter. He didn't matter in 2016. He didn't matter in 2017. 2018, I just stopped watching him completely. <laughs> So what was Robert Woods last year? I don't know, dude. You tell me. Wide receiver 10. And sometimes wide receiver So why did you ask? 
So I was just kind of those are good. I mean, he's <laughs> wide receiver ten. That's that's insane. That's insanely good. It's, it's a weird thing. That's why I had to look wasn't, it up. Wasn't Cooks the out year before he was to wide, prove my hold point? Hold on, time. No, no, hold on one sec. The reason why I wanted to bring it up the year before he was wide receiver thirty four, mm-hmm. and he also oh, misses. He on? Hang on, last year was the only time he didn't miss a game. Okay, so you keep him healthy. He's not going to stay healthy. I think his time on the Bills is hardly an indictment on him. Even the year he's been, even one of the years he was on the the Rams, he didn't play all the games. They were the St. Louis. That, Rams wait, was, no, was that the Jeff Fisher Rams? No, it was the Rams okay, that we currently okay. see today with McVay his first year. Mc- oh, the ones in the Super Bowl. No, the one that made it to the playoffs and not the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So anyway, well, that was first year in the system. I mean, clearly he's shown that. Why like, do you guys think that he deserves up. to be higher up? No, no, no. But I'm I just, just but think that he's a reason why Cooks. But I said Cook lose? should be where he is. I don't right. even know what we're arguing no, about I'm anymore. Just, I'm just saying we have him in the exact no, same I spot think, where we're giving different I, reasons I think, for why we have him there. I think Cooks. No, I, I don't think he should be there. But where I'm do you just think Cook should be. Cook should in the kitchen. No, Cook should be above Ty Hilton at the bottom of the bracket. So what? Like wide receiver seventeen? Uh yeah, sixteen, seventeen. Sixteen, seventeen. But what I'm what I'm saying Knitting is that I just think that if Cooper Cup comes back healthy, and uh, Wood Wood stays healthy. Those are three wide receivers that could be the number one wide receiver on any other team other than your top Not five. Robert Woods. He would not be a number one wide receiver on another team. New York Giants. Touche. Yeah, <laughs> but that's because... He didn't see that coming. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who had the second pick in the draft? Huh? Who had the first pick in the draft? Arizona Cardinals. There's another team who'd be wide receiver one. No, he wouldn't. Larry Fitzgerald's still there. I, but I think he's a better wide receiver than no, Larry Fitzgerald. No, he's not. We really need to edit this. We're not up. getting into this. We're not. He's not. He's not. People are not going to want him we're back not, on here. We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where's Robert Woods and where's Larry Fitzgerald? Since you have 74. Larry Fitzgerald's right there. Robert Woods is actually above. Above him. him. I believe in the offense. <laughs> I still. I'm still saying. Hey, you guys are crucifying, saying like people I've aren't going to want. I'm defending Robert Woods. No. I just said I don't think he's better than Larry Fitzgerald. I have him ranked as a wide receiver two, wide receiver three fringe. The reason why I'm worried about Larry Fitzgerald is. It's a new head coach who the head coach has never been in the NFL before. Kyler. I believe in Kyler, but that doesn't mean like they're going to utilize Larry Fitzgerald. I, I think Kyler would be good in this 2020. This is not. Kyler Murray is not a wide receiver. No, I'm, let's stay this on is top. the wide receiver show. All right. Let's talk, about, let's talk about Amari I. Cooper. I know you had him higher. Uh, yeah, the sequel to <laughs> iRobot. Um, I had him higher, but not much higher. All like right. I had him maybe... What did I say? I said I put Keenan Allen at the top of this. He's behind Keenan Allen. Then probably Brandon Cooks and T.Y. Hilton are kind of interchangeable. And I can totally agree with the argument on that. Like I, I forget where my rankings are because these yeah. are your rankings. Yeah. And I, you know, he was wide receiver nineteen in two thousand eighteen. He was averaging eight points a game after he got switched to Dallas, which would have been wide receiver ten if that rate held up the whole season. Most likely, mm. but that's you know, so no, but... it, it's a good argument for you. But you know. It, and not for nothing, getting traded midseason and performing that well is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that there is the uh, the risk that people start rolling to him and kind of more addressing him. Not, you know, because yeah. again, it was only half a season he was there. I don't like Amari Cooper, like, as far as, like, he's not someone I'm looking to take in a fantasy draft. I'm to hang out with. But uh, what he did with Dallas last year was scary. Like, it was almost like he brought that team alive. Yeah. And it was, it was just scary, to be honest with you. So I was just like, okay, well, we got something here. Yeah. I think I think he fits what they need to do. I think they need that number one receiver. He gets open really well. and uh, As long as he gets the latest software update, we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have him in that, like, Juju Smith-Schuster, Brandon Cooks, T.Y. Hilton. 
And maybe when I do a finalized version of these ranks, maybe I'll have them higher. Maybe I'll keep them at the same spot. Maybe he'll be human. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I honestly do think Jerry Jones implanted him with something. Maybe he'll go to Team Samsung. But uh, whoa, whoa. androids. Do you have a droid? Nope. All right, let's down topic. And sixteen and seventeen are Antonio Brown and Jarvis Landry. Well, they. they, I've been over this. Antonio Brown's higher. All right, let's talk about this though. Uh, Better wide receiver duo. Jarvis Landry, Odell, or Thielen, Diggs? This year? This year. It's hard to tell. This year, I see it yet. Well, no, I wasn't asking you easy questions that you had the answers to. Honestly? I want you to think a little bit. Jesus. If they both, if so, if Odell That's a good question. It's a good question. If Odell Backham and Jarvis Landry were both playing the same level they were at their best when they were like a couple years ago when they were leading the league and run after catch. I'm just talking about this year. I'm saying, well, we don't know. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. So, so what, I'm making what's the your... argument of saying they could be if you see them <clears throat> rise back to what they were doing two years ago. Okay. Doesn't mean they will be, but yeah. I think there's a very high likelihood that they could be. I agree with you for one for one different reason. My reason is simple. It's just quarterback. I honestly think that they... Baker Mayfield's better than... Exactly. Which goes back to what we opened the show with in I... terms of like... A lot of their value has to do with something that has nothing to do exactly, with them. Exactly, exactly. I just think I think they both even out. Like I think uh, both Stefan Diggs and, and Thielen are better than uh, Landry, but Odell Beckham Jr. is a lot better than the, you know the two of them. They even out, give him better quarterback. I think That's Thielen. I, I think Jarvis Landry is better than Thielen. Not right there. Well, I don't. I don't know how it's going to play out. So I, I've funny. seen the consistency I, with Thielen. See, what you're doing here is almost like what I said before in terms of I think OBJ actually suppresses some of Jarvis Landry's production. I don't know. Like I, We've seen Landry Diggs and Thielen. Right, but we've seen Diggs and Thielen. Well, that's what, yeah, but I still think he'll do well because I think Baker yeah. takes another step, but it all evens out because He's going to get less attention, though, too. Yes. I think Jarvis Landry's going to get less attention. And I still then think OBJ's going to get less get attention, too, I think because... we've seen Thielen and Diggs be able to... The, the, the ball gets spread around with Cousins yeah. right now. I mean, I do think we're going to see a, an uptick in production for Diggs and maybe a little bit less for Thielen this year as he gets more comfortable with figuring out who his number one really is. But w- I don't know. I feel like OBJ just takes a lot of the thunder away from everybody else. In you know, I'm, It's not a negative. I just, yeah. He's just that caliber of receiver. Yeah, he's going to get hurt. And they're also going to have a lot of weapons on that team. Like Rashad Higgins is good. Antonio Callaway is good. David Njoku. Nick Chubb. Callaway Ray is Hunt. good. Chubb. Chubb. Getting a nice big Chubb. I forgot that OBJ like really got hurt last year. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Is there anybody who you think belongs in this top seventeen that's not in there? Emmanuel Sanders, baby. Everyone forgets about him, including myself. And then I pick him up off waiver wires, and then he wins me weeks. So I'm done. I'm done giving up on him. I I don't know that I'd put him ahead of anybody else up here. Um, no, he's coming off an injury. Yeah, I would probably put him ahead of Tyler Bourne, bro. But I mean, that's 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 that's, that's the next episode. What do you mean? That, we're going to start. Right, but I can oh, still name Spoiler drop. alert. I can still. Spoiler alert. Tyler Boyd might be on the next episode, considering he <laughs> wasn't on this episode, and he is a receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Um, yes, but I, my point is, I think Emmanuel Sanders might be at the top of the spoiler alert next list. Gotcha. What about some uh, veteran wide receivers that might be coming back into the uh, NFL, considering what the Giants are going through right now? I don't think anybody's going to willingly go back on the Giants unless they were like their family members being held right, at gunpoint. All right, all right, I'll just jump to my big question. Do you think Des Bryant could be a New York Giant? I mean, hmm. I wouldn't draft him if he was. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. It's a fantasy hmm. episode. We where's, get it. 
Where's Demarius Thomas? He's on the Patriots. Right. Do you think that lasts? I think if I was so. the Giants, maybe I'd try to trade for him. I don't think they're going to trade him. I think the Patriots. Well, I don't think they make good they moves. They have nothing to trade. Picks? For Demarius Thomas, though? They. But what did they get from Cleveland as far as like this upcoming? Did they get any Nothing. like 2020 stuff? No. <laughs> Jesus. God. They said, please take him. The Giants are so bad. Oh, yeah. This is a fun episode. Oh, this is good. It is a fun episode. I wouldn't be surprised if Cortland Sutton sneaks into the top 20. In your ranks? In everybody's ranks. I like Calvin Ridley. I like numbers. Calvin Ridley. I like right. Calvin Ridley, too. I like Calvin Ridley, too. Uh, we'll talk about those guys in the next episode of Draft Vice. Which was very... Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow the podcast, follow it at Draft Vice on Twitter, at Draft Vice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. That be bro- <laughs> yeah, just type that in, and uh, he'll, he'll, he'll also follow and, you. And he'll, bro- take, Joe Death he'll Punch. take you nowhere. <laughs> yeah, B-R-O-J-O, death is in the end of life. Punch is in, like, you know, what Steve kind of wants to do to me at the end of this podcast. Not having him on. And uh, oh, this is, he's having the time of his life. He probably <laughs> is. He's like, I can't believe that it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that it's not butter. All right. Um, Steve, you, you can follow Steve at Pums142. And we also... Uh, Buy State Fantasy League. Buy State Fantasy League now has an Instagram. Uh, I, I got some cool stuff going on. I'm going to do some owner profiles coming up soon. So Groovy. Yeah. And uh, Cool. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. Watch some of the other videos. Uh, you can even like the video. You can even leave a comment. We won't read it, but you could leave a comment. Uh, we'll read it. We'll read it. We'll nobody, read it. nobody reads comments. Nobody well, I read comments, comments on YouTube. Anyway. Nobody leaves comments. I, I want to read them. Leave the comments so I can read them. <laughs> you just blew out somebody's eardrum. And <laughs> five. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want. Uh, we request that you uh, leave a review on iTunes if you're listening to it on iTunes or Spotify, whatever uh, whatever podcast app you're using. Uh, subscribe to it, rate, leave a review. Say that you love Ricky's voice. Say that you love Steve's voice. Say that you love Steve's face. Let's not get carried away. And, Look uh, at this. If face. you have any fantasy questions, uh, send cover. it up to the Draft Vice Twitter. Peace out, it's everybody. The longest sign off ever. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about the past, I'm about the future.